Hello and welcome to the latest in a series of podcasts from Web Spiders. Um, today's topic is around how the cloud is changing the way businesses operate by being not just extended hard drive and databases, but as fully fledged programming environments with their own platforms, languages and architecture. Cloud technology can improve operations and customer support while saving costs uh, and, and enabling employees to, to work remotely. During this conversation, we'll discuss both the benefits and pitfalls uh, of a cloud deployment. I'm Narinda Brahach, Senior Business Manager at WebSpiders, and I'm delighted to be joined once again by Sid Junjunwa, CEO of WebSpiders Group. Welcome, Sid. Hey, hi, Narinda. Thanks a lot, dear. How are you doing? You okay? Yeah, good, good, great. How are you? Good. I'm good. I'm good. Thank you very much. Um, so, Sid, I think that an important place to start, really, is what exactly do we mean by cloud computing? Okay, so yeah, this is uh, this is probably a very well-known uh, subject and topic today. Uh, but to just to, I think, just to make it very very easy for beginners to understand, is it essentially is a service where you pay as you go, so you don't you do not you don't need to predict your needs for your websites or for your apps or for your for your digital presence you just pay as your system expands so that's that's why they use the word cloud is that you don't have to provision servers without with the uh, you know specific servers these, these are virtual servers and as you need more you can add them or you can you can cut back uh, and and the system builds you like almost like electricity on on a usage basis so this is roughly you know the understanding of what cloud means from an infrastructure perspective and and the same concept sort of applies when you're running a an actual software on the cloud so for example salesforce or or similar apps and that's again the same concept of you not buying the software but just renting it out and paying the subscription every month and um, now you're right i mean a lot of people will be familiar with the term cloud computing and, and we're certainly familiar with uh, the names of some of the cloud services like AWS, Microsoft Azure, uh, and Google Cloud. So, can you talk us through some of the advantages of, of each of these services and, and, and what they offer? And, and really, what should a business consider when selecting uh, a cloud computing partner? See, at the moment, what what's really happened is this: you know, the cloud is no longer just a a hosting or an infrastructure outsourcing uh, service. What it has done is it has massively changed you know the industry as 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 overall so you know i would not be far fetched in saying that you know the way uh, mobile phones and social media the way they impacted the consumers and the social fabric of the society the cloud that we know today is actually impacting the business world and the and the startup world you know to the same degree so it's it's something you know, the reason we are having this podcast is because it is something so phenomenal and yet most people outside the tech industry do not fully understand and in a way they're not expected to understand that something uh, you know of a dramatic scale is happening and, and and strangely enough you know the leader in the pack is actually amazon web services you know commonly referred to as aws mm-hmm. you know a bookseller becoming a giant they're just across Microsoft, right, in the same sort of physical location in the Seattle region. And they, uh, they've they really taken the lead. In fact, AWS themselves, they, 
they they are probably about 10 to 15 percent uh, the the size of the Amazon e-commerce service, but yet they contribute nearly 40 to 50 percent of the profitability. They're really roaring at something like 18 billion a year right now. And the reason I'm giving you these numbers is to just to indicate that you know how fundamentally things are changing. So as an example, common things that we understand like Pokemon Go, Netflix, all of them, uh, you know, Snapchat as another example, they do not own servers. So if, if you go to their office, all they have is desks and laptops and personal computers. They do not own any servers anymore. And there's a reason for that because these big boys, especially Amazon, Google, and uh, Microsoft, you know, they've spent billions. And you don't hear about them in everyday news. They're spending billions in, you know, setting up huge, massive data centers across the planet. Uh, you know, multiple data centers in each region. They're fundamentally changing the game in such a big way that this whole mm -hmm. digital world that we're seeing as a consumer in an enterprise, you know, would not have been possible. So, you know, that's that's really the, the scale of things that are happening uh, right now. Okay. okay. And, and, and what would you say to those businesses that, that might have a concern, for example, about locking themselves into a particular environment or an infrastructure? So, you know, be it AWS or Microsoft Azure. Um, and you know, how how does it become difficult possibly for them to move offline in the future should they need to? And would they need to move offline in the future? So that, that, that's a fair question. Ender. So the way these guys have moved is that, you know, the, the short answer is yes. Once you are locked into a specific cloud platform, there will be some inconvenience in moving because especially if you're using cloud native tools and technologies. So as an example, in Amazon, if you're using their S3 storage, which is an object storage, you know, you'd be amazed to hear that Amazon provides its own database called Aurora. Google, Google provides its own database. So, you know, they're not just providing infrastructure, they're providing tools, software, technology on every aspect of the stack. And if you use them, there are tremendous advantages to be had. But yes, the flip side is once you're in it, uh, it takes some momentum to go out. But on the other hand, okay. it's sort of similar to the way we have the electric grid, right? So once you are there, you know, moving out is not sometimes not necessary. Okay. You have to understand the pros and cons uh, from that perspective. Right. Okay. Um, so, so we talked about cloud uh, and and the way that um, it's impacting business. Um, but on a, a more granular level, you know, how can cloud computing actually enable an organisation to improve their own operations? Uh, and also, how can the cloud support um, or allow a business to support their customers more effectively? Really, what, what cloud gives you is sort of you know, the tools that, that have been used by very, very large companies that you could not possibly have, you know, the processes, the tools. It allows every company, not just a technology company, to, to get access to those tools. So as an example, if you're looking at AI, you know, which is which is a topic very close to my heart and to WebSpider's uh, operations today, uh, you could use, you know, the entire suite of tools that large companies use just by going through the browser, signing up and, and you know, spinning off instances. What, what cloud has done is it's given you a common platform. You know, for example, Amazon, if you wanted to create a e-commerce store like Amazon.com, you know, the entire infrastructure that they use is now available to you. And again, available to you on a, on a, on a elastic model, which means that you don't pay for it upfront, you just pay it when, when you get more 
customers coming in and when you need it more. So I think in a way it's leveling the playground and, and it'll help not just startups to emerge from hotspots like Silicon Valley, you know, Austin, London, et cetera, but it'll, it'll really flatten the whole world and, and allow companies from anywhere purely with talent to access the same resources and sort of making geography history, you know, to, to, to use the cliched uh, phrase, but, but that's really the core uh, strate strategic advantage today. So when, when you talk about leveling the playing field um, yeah. to organizations uh, of varying sizes, what sort of organizations should consider migrating to cloud, to, to cloud computing? See, if you see the client profile of, of these three companies, you will see customers across every category. You will see Fortune 500, you will see startups, you will see banks. What's typically happening is that the larger companies like Fortune 2000 companies, especially companies which are non-tech, they're not getting rid of their data centers right now. So what, what they have is you know, a converged model where they have their own data center and they sync, sync it up with the commercial cloud vendors. So that, for example, when you suddenly need more storage space because you had a ingest of videos, as an example, you could elastically go out and store the excess on the cloud. And the moment you don't need it, it reverts back to your private data center. So large companies, especially banks and financial institutions, you know, are still more likely to have a converged uh, data center uh, between them and the cloud. So what, what we clearly see is that, you know, they will have more and more on the cloud as, as we move forward. Okay. And, and the startups, yeah. as I said, are, are going fully cloud native. So they don't have any server. So, you know, some of the big startups mm -hmm. like Snap, you know, they don't have any server. So startups are actually going fully on the cloud. Everything is on the cloud. Okay. It's interesting you mentioned banks and, uh, and sort of financial institutions because typically in the past there might have been uh, some resistance or at least a little bit of reluctance to migrate to the cloud um, because of you know, issues addressing security. So how can an organization um, or how would you help an, an organization address those concerns around the security of their data um, if they're operating in the cloud? You know, at one point there was a time when every, every company or every institution or location used to have their own private, uh, you know, uh, electricity generating units. Uh, and, and gradually they understood that, you know, they cannot, this is not the way it can happen. And, you know, you had the grids that came up and this thing moved out. So I guess it's, it's a cultural change. And I think larger companies don't, honestly, to be, to be frank, they don't like it. Uh, but they're forced because the benefits sort mm -hmm. of outweigh the risk. You mm -hmm. know, if they need the best tools and technologies available, they seemingly don't have a choice anymore and, and at the cost points that are available. So it's, it's, it's a cultural change. I think as a Gen X comes in, they'll be more and more comfortable. But there is there's probably not a single vendor in the FTC 100 or in, in Fortune 500 that doesn't have some piece on the cloud. I mean, let's discuss some of the reasons for, for not adopting a cloud-based infrastructure. I mean, are there any organizations that wouldn't benefit from deploying to the cloud? Yeah, that's, that's a good that, that's a good question. And yeah, so yeah, I mean, I mean to to be honest, if you if you have a very specific need, you know, if for example, you can estimate that you're going to grow by let's say five percent every month or every year, and you know the bounds of your application, and your user base is not external, you know, it's sort of restricted. So in those cases where you can predict the volume. 
you would probably save money uh, by by having it in house because over a period of time you know the subscription fees that you pay uh, there is a possibility that it would cost you less to to control that you know what cloud vendors are doing is that other than infrastructure as i said you know the, the things that not known is that for example if you just take database here which is the fundamental you know the backbone of any digital uh, application or you know initiative uh, you know you you heard of oracle database you heard of microsoft and then we heard of mysql you know you would never imagine that hosting vendors would develop their own database and not only would they be developing their own database you know they would be petabyte friendly they would be massively scalable and being used by these large consumers of data like netflix and others they've been able to achieve that and they are cloud native what, what i'm trying to say is that you know while these companies will benefit if they have a very niche need over a period of time what they will find is that you know the kind of tools and technologies that are available in the cloud will probably force them uh, to move on the cloud and also because if they have an offline then they will still need to connect to the other apps which are on the cloud uh, and this is something which is changing the world more dramatically or equally dramatically as social media and you know mobile phones this is something that's not easily understood by the you know the common consumer but that's the reality of it that there are very few niche mm -hmm. use cases where not having a cloud uh, because of security or because your needs are finite uh, is useful okay no thanks for that sir I suppose just to, to try and, and, and sort of get to the end of the, the conversation, how can web spiders help a company who are considering cloud computing? You know, we have this, uh, we have this initiative called Cloud++. You know, we, we, we copied it from, of course, shamelessly from the C++ uh, momentum. And what we do is we provide uh, customers, you know, a dedicated team for migrating their current applications on the cloud or developing on the cloud and then further maintaining on the cloud. So we have certified experts on AWS, Azure and, and Google uh, computing, which, which help customers do that. Sometimes they can just choose, you know, a migration part or development or, or if they already have it, they need people to manage the billing, for example. So we provide this dedicated uh, teams as an extension of startups and enterprise to help them move and manage and grow in the cloud. Okay, look, thanks very much, Sid. Thanks for, for taking the time. Um, thanks for, for everyone that's uh, who's joined and listened to the podcast. Um, for further information, or if you have any further questions, uh, you can contact us directly. So contact at webspiders.com. Feel free to reach out to Sid directly, uh, Sid at webspiders.com. And we look forward to welcoming you to our next presentation, which will be available on our shortly. Uh, so watch this space. Thanks very much. Thanks, thanks. thanks. Great, Sandra. Thanks. Cheers. Bye. Thank you. Bye bye.